The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. In a world that can be challenging and at times unpredictable, it's hard to find moments to focus on what you need. Join Stephanie James on The Spark as she guides you to use your inner flame to ignite your best life. As a best-selling author, psychotherapist, transformational life coach, and international show host, Stephanie is dedicated to helping you create a life that takes you, your goals, and your passions to the next level so you can live a life that is fully lit up and fully alive. She believes that your life is meant to be a beautiful expression of the things that light you up, that by living your dreams, you give permission to others to do the same. Are you ready to feel alive and inspired to fuel your dreams and put a fire behind your desires? Let's ignite a spark in one another that will illuminate the world. The Spark with your host, Stephanie James, starts now. Welcome to The Spark. I'm your host, Stephanie James, and we are taking The Spark and we are igniting it. So happy to have you here with us today. I have a really special guest, but before I introduce her, I want to just invite you to just take a moment wherever you are and just take that deep breath into your heart so that you're just pausing. And if you're thinking and you're in this loop that you just stop for one moment, do a pattern interrupt. And it's as easy as your breath. It's as accessible as your breath. Take a deep breath into your heart and just pause for a moment. Feel your chest rising and falling, the air coming into your body. And as you release, just consciously thinking, I'm releasing whatever isn't serving me. Okay, well, we do have a special show today. One of the people I just love and love connecting with, we've got Lisa Campion with us. Lisa's a psychic counselor and Reiki master healer with more than 25 years experience. She's trained more than a thousand practitioners in hands-on energy healing, in the practice of Reiki, including medical professionals, and she's conducted more than 15,000 individual sessions in her career. So she really specializes in training emerging psychics, empaths, and healers so that they can step fully into their gifts that the world needs. We're going to be also talking about her new book, The Psychic Awakening Journal, Guided prompts to develop your intuition and open up your psychic abilities. So excited for this conversation. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's um, so exciting to be here and I love working with you. So thanks for having me on your show. Yes, of course. Oh my goodness. I think about, Lisa, what's happened in even the last six months with you. Mm -hmm. So much is going on. Share a little bit though, before we dive into all the goodies. Share a little bit about your background. How did you even find out, if you will, if that's, I've got air quotes here, that you had this ability, the psychic ability? Well, you know, I was one of those like icy dead people kids. (laughs) I was born in the 60s and grew up in the 70s and 80s, just outside Boston, Massachusetts. And um, I grew up in a really haunted Victorian house. And I think the house was haunted. I know now the house was haunted because I was a ghost magnet. I was so like just one of those people that could see and send spirits around me. So I'd wake up in the middle of the night and I would see these people standing around my bed. I caught when I was little, I called them the gray people. 
and they were like sitting on the edge of my bed and they were sad and they wanted to talk. I was never afraid of them um, because they, they weren't scary. They were just like sad and lonely. <clears throat> so I would talk to them and they would feel better and then they would leave. And uh, uh, my mother told me, um, I would tell my mom about it. My parents were kind of like hippie parent. They were sort of hippies and they were, they weren't close to the idea, but they didn't know what was happening. Like back then people didn't know, you know, it wasn't, this wasn't a topic that was talked about. So I was told I had a really good imagination and that I had imaginary friends, you know? Um, But I spent a lot of my childhood trying to figure out what was going on, trying to hide it and pretend to be normal in public kind of sneaking in some like paranormal education when I could, which I got by watching horror movies, especially yeah. ghost story, ghost movies. I love them. And, um, and then in, in my twenties, it was the eighties and the new age was like the beginning of the new age. And I finally got some training on what to do with my psychic abilities. And so I feel um, really passionately about helping other people who are having undergoing a psychic opening or people who want to undergo a psychic opening learn the easy way. Cause I had to learn the hard way. And, you know, back then there was no psychics on TV, no podcasts like this, nobody, no new age bookstores. There was nothing. There was just like, you didn't talk about it. And, and it, it's really hard to be isolated, to not be able to talk about it. I want to help people. I wrote the books that I wished I could have found in the library. I created the classes and became the mentor that I wanted to find when I was, you know, experiencing that. So that's what I do. Well, and my gosh, what a journey. And I, I've found, you know, in the 36 years that I've been a psychotherapist that people come in with these stories all the time, all the time, you know, and they don't talk about it maybe to their friends or their family. And people are experiencing this kind of phenomenon constantly. I've heard it, you know, I've had my own experiences. And so I think this is essential to what you're doing to bring it to mainstream even more. Although I have to say, I'm blown away with how much it is becoming mainstream and accepted. Yeah. I just interviewed uh, Her Holiness Bhavna Shindi, and here she is talking about what the scientific science research, excuse me, the Scientific Spiritual Research Center is doing research on. And she's training people all around the world to enhance their sense of ESP and remote viewing. Wow, that's so cool. I love that. Right? So it's, it yeah. really is going to become even more common language as we continue. And, and I love that. I love that you have had these beautiful gifts your whole life, and then you're helping other people who also have those gifts. Now they can, you know, so to speak, again, air quotes here, come out of the closet and be like, yeah, I could actually use these gifts to help heal people. Absolutely. You know, it's so common too. And I, I think there's a couple of misconceptions people have about psychic ability. Like I was born this, you know, born sort of with exceptional psychic gifts. And I think people, you know, because of what we see on TV, we watch the psychics that are on TV or movie psychics. We think that it, you're not, that you're not psychic. Um, only special people are psychic. And that's not true. I think really everybody is, everybody has, it's like athletic ability or musical ability. Everyone has some, and we have to train it. We have to work it. So if you don't have it and you wish you did, you can learn it. Just like if you wanted to learn how to play the piano, you would take lessons. You wouldn't just be like, I don't know how to play the piano, curse it. You know, like, well, okay, (laughs) you can learn, you know, anyone can learn. So we need to let go of this idea that you know, 
people don't study all the psychics you see on TV, all of the, you know, people who write books, they work hard at it. Um, they practice, they develop their gifts. So it is something we can develop. And it's also something totally natural. You know, when I was writing, uh, writing the, um, my book, Awakening Your Psychic Abilities, I, I came across this Gallup poll that they had done like in the early nineties. Um, and they, they pulled like 3000 people and 85% of them said they'd have it. They'd had a psychic experience and 85% of them said they wouldn't talk about it. <laughs> so <laughs> or they never told anybody. <laughs> so we can see it's very common. And, and I'm so glad that we're kind of coming out of this. Let's not talk about it because people are waking up. We do things like Reiki meditation, yoga. I say those are the three gateways into a psychic awakening, you know, um, and it used to be that you'd have to like climb, go to Tibet and climb the mountain and bang on the door of the monastery. And then they teach you yoga, meditation and Reiki, right? And now we have it all over. We have it on every street corner, really. So what people are engaging in these things that open them, open their psychic potential and their intuitive potential. And then they need training, which is where I come in. Yeah, which is so perfect. And we all know that we need mentors or coaches, people mm -hmm. that can help guide us. And and your point is so well taken. It's not that you just step up to the piano and you're like, either I'm going to be Beethoven, I'm going to be this child prodigy, or I don't have the gift. Right. And you're saying, no, we do have the gift. It's inherent within each yes. one of us. Absolutely. So here's a question I was just thinking of as you were talking. I've never asked a psychic. I've known lots of psychics. How does it work on yourself? Are you able to use those psychic abilities to help you predict like your own future or look into decisions? How does that work? It totally works. And I think it's one of the best reasons to develop our psychic ability. Like, of course, we, we're going to be of service to other people. And a lot of times it's very helpful for other people. We can sort of weave it into what we're doing. Like you're a therapist, you're going to weave your intuition and your psychic ability into your therapy, which I'm sure you have done all along, right? Maybe you did it unconsciously and now you're doing it consciously. Um, but it's, it's very woven into our, the fabric of who we are. And I feel like one of the most useful things about it is that it can help guide us along our own pathway. So it's how our higher self speaks to us, how our guides speak to us to help us navigate the crazy life that we live, this crazy world we live in, and to live a more soulful life. So for sure, 100%, we can and should do that. There are challenges to it. So I, as soon as we get emotionally triggered about something, we tend to lose our connection. So like if I'm, if I'm what, you know, something's going on with one of my kids or, you know, one of my inner circle people, it's going to be hard for me to get a clean reading. Um, that's when I call one of my psychic pals and it probably is a lot like therapy. Like you wouldn't, you know, there are times as a therapist, you have and a healer, you have great insight on yourself, you know, and there are times when if you're really triggered or emotionally connected to something, you might need an outside help. And this is where I feel like divination tools, Oracle deck cards, the runes, eaching can kind of work as a bridge, you know? So I studied the tarot for many years and when I want to know about one of my kids and I'm feeling really triggered, I pull out my card deck and pull cards, you know, and that's a good, it's a good thing to do. It's also a good practice for strengthening our psychic muscles. Yeah, absolutely. 
So, so to utilize these other tools that are out there, almost like they become the conduit when we can't be because we're triggered. That's right. Yeah. 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 And so they, our guides, our higher self use those things to communicate directly with us. And I think they're great practice tools. You know, if you feel a connection to angels and you want to learn how to talk to the angels, get a deck of angel cards, you know, and start pulling them on a daily basis. And they become like an intermediary between us and our guides until we strengthen that muscle a little bit more on our own. Yeah. As you're talking about yoga and meditation and these things, what do you use as a practice to help you continue to tune in? I do, like I have a practice that I do at least once a day. I often do it at night before I go to sleep and I clear my energy field. So I have like kind of an energy hygiene practice of just ground, clear, protect, um, and I sleep better if I clear, because also, you know, I'm also an empath and we tend to collect the energy from other people. So I do that. I have like my little meditation area and I have my journal and my cards and I'll sit, I'll pull cards. I'll write in my journal. If I'm feeling like stirred up emotionally, I'll write in my journal until I'm not anymore. If I feel like I have questions, I pull cards. Eventually I get to the point where I'm just meditating, you know, and I've learned, I've studied many meditation practices over the years. I have sort of a breathing practice that I do now and I will just meditate until I feel like my brain clears, my mind calms down a bit. I know that if in that space, if there's something my guides want to tell me, that message will come through and it doesn't happen every day. Sometimes my guides are like, just relax and go to sleep. Everything's fine. You know, sometimes no news is good news from, from the guides, right? <laughs> We're just like, everything's good. You're fine. Just whatever. You're just relax. Um, but I, I know, I trust that if there is something that needs to come through, it comes through then. And also I just get throughout the day, I get hits or moments of insight, you know, that, that come about. Um, I think we do need, especially us modern people need to learn how to calm down and quiet ourselves. You know, we need to make quiet space and our, Psychic impressions come to us when we're in the alpha brainwave. So we spend most of our time in the beta brainwave, which is wide awake, busy thinking, talking, learning, you know, cognition. And we have to dial down our brain state one level into the alpha brainwave, which is like a light meditative trance state. That's where we're the most psychic, most intuitive. And it happens naturally when, let's say, you walk the dog. You drive your car. When, when our hands are busy, but our minds are free to float, we go into that alpha brainwave. You take a shower, you mow the lawn, wash the dishes, fold the laundry. These tend to put us, sit on a train and stare out the window, you know, into that highly creative and intuitive state. So if we do want to have more connection, we have to, we have to quiet and either med- guided meditation or meditation or one of these alpha activities to give an empty place inside our being for our messages to come into. You know, what that reminds me of is that saying that when, when people pray, they're talking to the divine and when they meditate, they can hear it. That's right. They can hear the divine. Yes. You know, so we, it is about, it's that thing that we get so busy being a human being or actually a human doing that we forget to be a human being and to be in that space and that 100%. silence. And that's yeah. it. That's when a really great exercise, if you want to try it, is one of the things that I recommend everyone do is get a psychic journal. 
and I just get a composition book and and write psychic journal on it. That's what you can do. Although I do have a journal um, that's being published in November um, that I'm really excited about that. So if you start writing down, if you have dreams and you remember them, every time you get a little psychic hit, every time you, you get a first impression when you meet people, anytime you feel like you've recognized a sign or omen in your life, um, or you pull cards, you want to start collecting and writing all of these experiences in your psychic journal because they're so ephemeral. And if we, it's like a big deal in the moment. And then like an hour later, you forgot it. Right. So totally. when we collect them in the journal, we, you, I promise, I guarantee you will be amazed at how psychic you already are if you do that first off. And second thing is if you, let's say you want to practice this alpha, this is a great starting practice, write a question that you want an answer to in your psychic journal, then go take a shower, go mow the lawn, go fold the laundry, go walk the dog, do something like that. And then relax or go meditate, listen to music and stare out the window, lie outside in the grass and watch the clouds move, you know, or sit at the side of the ocean and watch the surf come in, right? Out of nowhere, when you least expect it, insight is going to pop into your, your, your being. And an answer to that question that you wrote, and that's a great um, a great way to practice. You're going to be impressed with yourself, I know, because it's something everyone does. That's so great, Lisa. I love that. I love that. I'm like, okay, where's my notebook? I got. <laughs> <laughs> so good, so good, and so good. And I can't tell you again how many people will tell me, like, yeah, I woke up this morning and in the shower. I had this insight or this revelation or because it's the one time they weren't go, 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 going. Right. And then they wake up out of that dream state and they just are able to access it. Yeah. The shower is a big place for people to have messages because I, I think you're right. We go into that relaxed sort of floaty state and we can also have very creative experiences, creative problem solving or just insights. Creativity and intuition are very closely linked. And people, I think they, many people experience them as the same thing in a way, you know? Um, and I think the other thing we have to do is sort of let go of our misconception that, you know, the psychic is extreme. It's like the poor tortured psychic you see in the movies, like the angel comes in and blows the trumpet in their ear and they flop on the floor and they have some sort of fit and they foam at the mouth a little, you know, <laughs> like, it's, and if that's not happening, then you're not psychic, you know? So that's rare that that does happen. It's much more likely to be subtle, to be happen to you 10 times a day, to be woven into the fabric of your life. Like that feeling you get when you first meet somebody, you know, whether it's good or bad, or that little voice in your head that says, "Mm, don't get on the highway today, take the back road, or don't, you left your thing at home. Like, don't leave that, you know, Mm. just that little flash of like the phone rings and you're like, not only do you know who it's calling you, but maybe you knew the phone was going to ring like a minute before it did. These are examples of very normal psychic experience. We all have this stuff happening like multiple times a day, but we dismiss it because we have in our mind the sort of tortured TV psychic or, you know, we also think that somehow psychic has become synonymous with seeing. And that's, you know, we have, we have seven psychic senses maybe more. And it's seven that I've, I've discovered and seeing is only one of them. It's, and it's the most rare. It's the least common. So you may know things or feel things or hear things or sense things, you know, Uh, you might feel it with your heart. 
You know, there's so many, we have to open our mind to perceiving. So I love the word perceive or experience, you know, because it opens us to all the channels that we can receive psychic information through. Yeah, that it's not just our five senses. I love that it's, you know, there's seven more. There's seven more. Yes. Um, I mean, we've heard about the sixth sense, but really it's expanding that. And truly, it's almost like I I get the sense, Lisa, it's like if you were looking ahead and all of a sudden you just open up your peripheral vision. Yeah. And the picture is much bigger than you ever imagined. Yeah. And I love, actually love the concept, the old concept of ESP, extrasensory perception. Um, I think that's a fantastic term and I love it Uh, because I feel like psychics are people who have learned to pay attention to um, that have a wider lens, you know? So we're, we're open to perceiving and experiencing more subtleties, you know, subtleties beyond the five senses. And, and like I said, anyone can learn how to do that. Yeah. I mean, that's the powerful thing. That's the powerful thing. Everybody has this in them. Everybody has this ability. And like you said, it's, it's honing it. It's taking classes, doing the things that we can do to enhance this. And when we come back, we're going to need to take a quick break, but when we come back, I want to speak with you about some of the classes that you're offering, the work you're doing on the shift network and more about this book that's coming out in November. Stay tuned and we will continue to ignite the spark with Lisa Campion. Stay tuned. Welcome back to The Spark. We are igniting the spark. I'm your host, Stephanie James, and I'm here with Lisa Campion. We're having just a really awesome conversation about how you can develop your psychic abilities, that it's within all of us. And Lisa has a new book that's out. I've been talking about this journal that's coming out in November, but there's a book that just came out in May, Awaken Your Psychic Abilities. Yes. So tell us about that, Lisa. Oh, it's such a fun book. And it I feel like it, you know, it has a lot of the practices that we've been talking about in here. I think it's like a lot of training and exercises and tools to help you really, I'm very practical for a psychic, you know, I kind of like a method, a structure, a process. And, um, and that, and this book is really full of them. So I think if you go through the book and, and learn stuff, we need to learn, we need to have information, but we also need to have practices. I'm just like anything else. Like if you wanted to learn the piano, you'd need some, you know, you need some learning and then you need to practice. So that's what really what's in the book. I think it's, it's very accessible um, to people. So it's not going to, you know, scare you with a lot of like kind of overly woo woo or spiritual terms. It's like very practical and down to earth because I feel like this ability is that way. Which is so great. I mean, that's, that's what we need. And that's the other thing. I, I know that I had one woman come into my office and she's like, I didn't know if I was going to come to you or not because I was listening to your podcast and you have, you know, you had, I had a psychic on that week and she said, but then I really listened to it and was like, oh, that makes sense. It's not something to be scared, you know, afraid of. It's not something to be scared of. And she's like, and it didn't feel woo woo. Mm. Like we've been told that. Yeah. Yeah. And when I teach psychic development and even in, in the book, the first thing we do is talk about fear because people have a lot of fear. 
you know, and some people are afraid they're going to, they're going to go crazy. I always say there's only a few letters difference between psychic and psychotic, right? And, um, or people are afraid they're, other people will think they're crazy or that if we open our psychic ability, we're just going to see a lot of bad things, you know, that we're going to be in, or we're going to attract bad things to us. And sometimes as children, because as children, really little children, we're all incredibly psychically open. And many of us had bad experiences when we were kids. We saw scary things or we were dialed into, there's something creepy walking up and down the hallway, you know, or, or what we were doing freaked out our parents, you know, like that happened to me a lot. And many people that I've worked with where your parents are like, quit doing, I don't know what you're doing, but stop doing that. It's not okay. You know, you're mm-hmm. the little kids talking to grandma, look, grandma's in the corner. We're talking, you know, and the mom will be like, knock that off right now. Like you're freaking me out, <laughs> you know? And, yeah. and a lot of times we have to undo that. We have to undo or really examine what we're afraid of. It's not the devil. It's nothing. There's nothing black magic or evil about this. Um, it's very normal. And we all have fears. Pretty much everyone I've ever talked to has been like, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> is that okay? Is it really okay? Am I going to be okay? And and the truth is we are. I just feel like it's part of our birthright as humans. I don't know if we would have evolved, you know, as we have done as humans without it. Yeah. Gosh, thank you for that insight. I mean, I just think that's so important for people to hear because I know some people that really follow a specific religion, there's times where they're like, I don't know if this is against my religion. And yet, if you go back and read so many of the holy books talk about the psychic ability. They do. The five charismas of, of Christ, you know, like healing and, and prophecy were one of them. And I think that I had some really good psychic teachers and they taught me that psychic development is a byproduct of spiritual growth. So when you devote yourself into a spiritual path, whether it's you know, it's a Christian path or a yoga path or just a meditation, your own that you've made up spiritual path. That's just for you. When we dedicate ourselves to that, we awaken our psychic abilities. It's a very natural byproduct of spiritual advancement. Therefore, I think nothing to worry about because it can really help us connect with divine source, with our own higher self, with the divinity of all beings. And, you know, there, it can be really beautiful like any tool, could it be used for harmful things? Of course it can and has been. That doesn't mean that it's something you should stay away from. Yeah, I I absolutely agree. And I can share through my own meditation practice, which has been a little over three years now, when things started coming through and I would say, I'd call my meditation teacher and go, oh my gosh, you know, I had this dream or, you know, my dad was talking to me in my dream or whatever. And she would just start laughing. She's like, of course. Like this is going to keep happening. The more you meditate, the more you're open, the more you're in touch with the divine, this is what's going to come through. Yeah. I feel like we need guidance about it though, you know, and that one of the things that's interesting about my book, and so I think kind of unique is that I put a map of the psychic worlds in there. It's like I said, I like a structure and I found a structure to our psychic experiences. Um, and I've, I feel that that's for quite, has been quite comforting to me to know it's not just random. It's just not happening just willy nilly. Like there's a, there is a method, even a map to it. So we can, and I, I think that it's, for me, learning has been a lot like being smart. So I, I focus a lot on psychic self-defense when I'm teaching, because I feel like we need a little 
and psychic self-defense is just like street smarts. Mm -hmm. So if you have your wits about you and you have a map and you have a guide, you can explore any city in the world and be safe. But if you don't know what you're doing, and especially if you're getting information by watching horror movies and paranormal TV, you're going to get yourself in trouble because there are some unsafe psychic practices that, you know, you, you can get into trouble. You don't have to. If you have the guide, the map, the mentor, the teacher, you can be perfectly safe. But a lot of what we see we were exposed to through the media isn't particularly safe. So we, you know, I have some conversation in the book about unsafe psychic practices um, and this map to help you keep so you know where you are. Awesome. That's so yeah. wonderful. And Lisa, talk a little bit about the, your teaching, because I know we were just visiting before the interview about the incredible stuff you're doing on the Shift Network. Mm. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, that's been so fun. Um, so I teach psychic development of all levels. I teach beginner, intermediate, and advanced. Um, I have a year-long training program in my on my own website, lisacampion.com, for people that want to go pro. Like If you want to become a professional psychic healer, I got that, but I also love working with people who are just, you know, just waking up and just noticing they're maybe going through a sudden psychic opening, um, which happens a lot with people these days, or maybe you're a person that wishes you could be more psychic and just wants to open it to its fullest. So I have all different kinds of classes available on my website. I just finished a seven week long program on the shift network. That was for, it was psychic called um, psychic training for empaths. And it was um, psychic development and psychic self-defense for people that were empaths. It was so fun. I loved working with the shift. And in fact, I'm doing a grad level program. So with them now next. So if you were in that class, you can go on to this grad level class. But I really feel like that's where I'm at in my um, life right now is wanting to mentor, to teach, to continue writing books. And it's it's just so exciting for me to to be of service to people who are, who are in that wake up process and need help. Yeah. Yes. And and I love watching this just bloom and blossom and the so many lives that you're affecting. And I I had to I need to tell I want to tell the audience. I mean, she had almost 300 people sign up for this class. This isn't like 10 students are coming. Right. You know, people really want this information. Yeah. The shift the shift was crazy good. It was so there's such a beautiful organization. They're doing such lovely work in the world and they have classes for everybody. I recommend you go check out what they're doing because they've got good stuff for everybody. But yeah, that was a big one. This is a big year for me because I have this book coming out. This book, Awakening Your Psychic Abilities came out in May. In November, the Psychic Journal comes out and I've been teaching with the shift and running my own my own programs. So, um, and it, it, it's been a long time coming because, you know, Stephanie, I started, the, I started working as a psychic when I was 19. That was 1980 seven or 88. You know what I mean? Back then it was such a weird thing to do. It was so odd. And so like, I I just felt like I was so far in left field, you know? And now it's just, there's just, I think it's blowing up in the mainstream world. And also for me, and it's just so exciting to see kind of break open, like you're talking about, you know, the guests you've had on your show, that are also doing this. So I just love it. I love it that it's cracking open. Yes. Yeah. And I think the importance of sharing this is that we get to be the paradigm busters, you know, and that we need a higher level of solving problems, doing things, being in the world. 
And this is like such a wonderful way of just opening up and expanding that ability. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too, you know, and, and I, I just feel like as you, you know, we're in this shift in human consciousness, you know what I mean? This big, we're leveling up where everyone is just becoming more awake, more conscious very, very, very quickly. And for many people, they're dialing into the fact that they're maybe an empath or a sensitive and they need help. Um, and I wrote a whole book about that too, came out two years ago. That's called Energy Healing for Empaths. And it's just specifically for you if you're if you're just figuring out you're an empath or you've known for a while and you're looking on how to manage your energy, that, that book is for that. And so many people are recognizing that they're maybe feeling called to be a healer or called to be more committed to their spiritual path, whatever that is. I love that. And um, I love it that we now have community. You know, we have, we can know each other, you and I, and we can um, spread our word out through our podcasts and the books and the things that we're doing. I just love it so much. So exciting. It is. And I wish people could see your face. Those people that don't see this on video. I mean, she is so illuminated. You're so illuminated, you know, and you can tell this is just the juice for you. Yeah. It is. It feels like it's been a long time coming, a a lot of time, you know, learning and just being such an oddball um, because nobody else was doing this, you know, and now, now it's, I feel um, so great gratified that people are, are waking up and it's so useful. Like we can really use it to, to live more soulful, joyful lives. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. Well, so I'm hearing these things that are ahead for you. I usually say, what's ahead for you? You know, you've got this next class, you've got the book. What's, what's inspiring you others? I mean, I don't know if it's just your work. Are there other things that are just really inspiring your life right now? I just love the creative process. I love writing. Um, I'm the next, so the next book that's coming out is November. That's a prompted journal called the psychic awakening journal. It's really very cool. That's going to be like a, almost like a workbook that um, it'll be a great companion book for this one that I just released um, uh, called Awakening Your Psychic Abilities. Right now I'm working on an Oracle card deck that um, I don't know when it will be done because it's my summer project. It's the artist done and now I've got to write the book. So I, I just can't seem to stop writing books, Stephanie. I love that creative process and they, you know, I'm sure there'll be more after that, but that's really what I'm my mission and what inspires me is to really like train an army of healers to go out there and save the world. Mm. You know, is that all those people that feel called to be a healer. It's so beautiful. The world needs all the healing it can get right now, you know, and also healers need training. Uh, I had a dream. I don't know if I ever told you this, but I had a dream, like maybe like, I think it was 2015 where I was standing kind of in this dark forest and this light started shining out of my heart and out of my head and like illuminating the darkness. And then I could see other people um, and their light, it was like the light catching, you know, then their light would catch on fire. And then there, the next, it's like this ripple of light across the world, you know, that I think when we really stand in our light and we shine our light, it awakes up and catches other people and encourages them to shine their light. And I could see this, the whole world was covered with this network of people whose light was shining, you know, and I, I knew they were other healers and that healing can come in a lot of different ways. You know, it's, it's not always the way I do it or the way you do it, but we all have a way we can do it. That's when I decided to shift my focus out of my, out of a 
um, private practice into writing and teaching. Yeah. I, I so hear you. It's so beautiful, Lisa. It, it, and it, because it does, it lights up and illuminates the world. It's when you have a book and when you do these offerings on shift and, and these courses that you give, so many more lights can truly be ignited in people. I love yeah. that. I, I had full body chills as you were sharing that. <laughs> and I really believe these kind of things, these are the hope. And some people don't like the word hope. It is for me, though, an important positive paradigm that we're not seeing the deconstruction of the world and it continues to go down. We're seeing the deconstruction of some old paradigms and some old narratives that no longer serve us. Right. And, and they, really, so, yeah. they really need to go. Um, and, you know, and I, and I think many of us sort of the, the, um, the light, the light bringers, um, the light workers, we are here to be part of the reconstruction, you know, to be part of, or helping the the pain and difficulty and chaos of the deep construction and be part of the new paradigm. I know that I came here for that. And I know many of the people that I work with also feel that way. So that's what I mean about the army of healers that are here to save, save the world because it's now the time is now <laughs> that, yes. that it's happening. And I just feel really grateful to, and humbled actually to be a part of it. Mm, so beautiful, Lisa. And I can't believe that our time is almost up. This always talking to you is such a joy and it's such a quick moment. Um, so people can find you. Let's reemphasize. How can people find you and find your courses? So if you can find me at my website, lisacambian.com, um, I have a YouTube channel that has a lot of free resources. And I also have a lot of free resources on my website. Um, I have a podcast called The Miracle of Healing that you can find on any podcast outlet. Um, and, um, you can also find me on the shift network. Wonderful. My books are on Amazon or any place you can buy books. Please check out your local booksellers. We need to support them and yeah, come by and, and see me, leave me a comment, send me an email. I really want to help. For those of you that don't know how to spell her last name, I want to make sure you have it. C-A-M-P-I-O-N. Campion. Right. Campion, just like champion without the H. Yeah. Love it. Lisa, as we're wrapping up, what is the essential message that you want to leave with the audience? I want to leave the idea that everyone's psychic and intuitive, and that it's a really good thing to learn because it's going to help you live a more soulful life. And just start with that psychic journal. Just start recognizing what you're getting already. And that's an, a very beautiful first step to opening you to this world. Awesome. Lisa, thank you so much for being here. Such a delight, such an awesome message for the world. And again, it's, it's the light that you are bringing into the world. So thankful for you. Thank you, Stephanie. Thanks for having me on your beautiful podcast. You have been listening to Igniting the Spark with Stephanie James. Thank you for listening. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Make sure you subscribe and receive every episode. For more information about this show, my books, films, and events, go to stephaniejames.world and ignite your best life.